It's time now for Practical Faith with Pastor Nick Cash. In Practical Faith, Nick gives five minutes of fuel for following Jesus in your everyday life. Today on Practical Faith, I want to tell you a love story. This is a real-life story of true romance through sacrificial love. This is not the story of two perfect people who manage to do everything right all the time. No one can relate to that kind of story. This is the story of two real, God-loving people who, even through mistakes, they sought to listen to and honor God as best they could in their daily decisions as a couple and as individuals. It was hard for them. It was not without struggle and pain and, I'm sure, tremendous temptations. But the point is, they did what they felt God was leading them to do to protect their purity and to establish the best possible foundation for their marriage together. And in the end, that is what the difference. Let me tell you about Mark and Aletha. Now, they're not famous. Their romance will not be lauded by modern society, but theirs is a love story worth sharing. It is one of true affection built on sacrificial love. Mark was a 32-year-old controller in finance at a large engineering and manufacturing company here in central Georgia. Uh, Aletha was a 28-year-old mother of one. She was employed as a respiratory therapist at a local hospital, and both of them had been married previously. And as divorcees, they were each longing for something stronger and better for their future marriages, a, a lifelong love founded on God's timing and direction and, and unity. Mark and Aletha met, they fell in love, and after dating for nine months, Mark proposed to Aletha, and she said yes, and they set their wedding date, which was for about seven months later. They were excited about their upcoming wedding, of course, but the timing for them posed a significant logistical problem for Aletha and her son. The lease on Aletha's apartment was ending soon, so she either needed to renew her lease for another year or move out, and she and Mark were now saving money up for their wedding. So she and her son needed a new, inexpensive place to live for the last six months of their engagement. Mark owned his own fully furnished three-bedroom house in a quiet, safe neighborhood in the city, and that's where they would begin their life together in six months. Both he and Aletha were mature adults around the age of 30. Both of them had been previously married. I mean, no one would have balked at the idea of them moving in together to solve Aletha's housing dilemma prior to their wedding. And besides that, with three bedrooms, they could have committed to, to sleeping in separate bedrooms in their house until the big day. But they did not do that. They didn't move in together. They did not do what everyone assumed they would do. What they did do is nearly unheard of in contemporary culture. After much prayer, after seeking wise counsel, Mark decided to temporarily move out of his own house so that Aletha and her son could move into it. Mark spent the next six months living in the guest room of another family from their church. And this is a brief aside, lest we think chastity is just for naive and prudish religious fundamentalists or something with long braids and floor-length denim skirts. Mark and Aletha are smart they're trendy, they're good-looking people with fun, charismatic personalities. They're cool, they're popular, they're highly skilled professionals, you know, in their mid-30s. Seriously, they could both be models. I mean, personality-wise, they're the kind of people you're just naturally drawn to, and you find that you like them and respect them the more and more you get to know them. I am amazed at how these two lovebirds made significant and costly efforts not to live together prior to their wedding. It's such an inspiring and sadly rare thing to have happen today, but what a tremendous example of faithfulness to God and to each other and to their future together. I want to share with you, and, and he gave me permission to do this, some of Mark's own words regarding his and Aletha's premarital journey. It's so real and rich and inspiring. Here's what he wrote to me. Although it was a hard decision, and it certainly prevented in great part premarital relations, we did not have a spotless record. But I think there's a deeper story of the heart there. For me, 
I know not having been brought up to know God as my first love had me looking for it in a wife. I realized this when I moved out of my house prior to our marriage. It should have been an easier task to allow my heart to be settled strongly in God apart from another, but it wasn't. Most days were an emotional drudgery because I felt like I was giving Aletha up, even though we were getting closer and closer to our wedding date. In God's mercy, he presents opportunities for obedience in order that we would no longer be slaves to other things, things that we learned, things that we gave ourselves to as a result of our own choices and others' choices. But God allows these opportunities to draw us into him, to accept his amazing love and to live in it, to be sanctified. But these opportunities are not without pain. The choice Aletha and I made to live apart was difficult. I feel like I had held on more than let go of my future wife, although she has been a part of the Lord's from the beginning. I am a grateful recipient of her now as a gift and feel great responsibility for her, to love her, to cherish her, as Christ loves and cherishes her. The grace in it all is that, though I may not also respond to full surrender of heart, though I try, God keeps coming after me. He keeps giving me opportunities to become secure in His love. Thanks be to God that he pursues us unto purity in him so that our hearts are truly his. He shakes that which can be shaken. All the places we are blind to because we are unaware of our supposed security and other things, but when we allow our lives to be shaken, what remains is the most important thing, Jesus Christ in us. Faith is valid when it has been tested. My shortcomings are numerous. But I know that following him each step, denying my flesh, facing my fears, becoming less, is the response that allows the Holy Spirit to produce fruit. Those remarks on words about the experience of moving out of his own house during his engagement so that his fiancée, Aletha, and her son could move in. I continue to be amazed by the humility and the transparency with which Mark and Aletha live their lives. There's no presumption in them of having, you know, being perfect or having this faith and following Jesus thing all figured out. They both simply live faithful, authentic lives of listening to and obeying God, and they admit to their faults and weaknesses. Their loyalty to Jesus is awesome, and the fact that they don't pretend that their past was perfect only further elevates Jesus and his grace and the ongoing transformation that they are both experiencing with Jesus as they continue to walk with him into each new day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Practical Faith. Access more free resources on how to integrate Christian faith into your everyday life at liketreesplanted.com.